in. I actually go back into my bedroom because it is a very sacred space for me. I have spent time to ensure that my room is very reflective of a calm and very zen energy. Um, so that is where I've chosen to do a lot of my practices. So that would be my first tip is ensure that you have a dedicated space. Hey there, and welcome to the Soul Talks podcast. We are your hosts, Julie Gerber, inner critic and body image coach. And I'm Sarah Vasquez, breakup recovery and empowerment coach. Tune in as we dive into conversations about the pursuit of your desires so that you can feel confident and become magnetic in life and love. If you're ready for some deep soul talks all about dating and love, the relationship you have with yourself, and some crazy wild stories along the way, grab your girlfriend, a glass of wine, or your favorite drink, and enjoy the ride. So we are doing part two of manifesting, which, you know, last time we talked about manifesting, it was really that overview of what has both of our experiences been in with manifesting and attracting. And so I know for today as part two, we just wanted to really kind of allow people to hear a little bit more around what do we do on whether it is a daily basis with our own manifesting techniques, strategies, practices, whatever you want to label that. And I know, Sarah, you're going to take a little bit more of a broader approach to how you practice manifesting. So um, yeah, I think it will be, you know, such a, a real sort of quick episode to allow people to walk away with some great tools and information. So um, yeah, anything you want to add to that, Sarah, before I kind of jump in and just share what I do on a daily basis when it comes to my manifesting practice? Yeah. If you are not driving right now, all the listeners here, I would recommend getting a pen and paper out and connecting the dots to see how you are likely manifesting and what we're going to be revealing on how Julie has daily practices and how I have more of an abstract bird's eye view of manifesting. So get out a sheet of paper and a pen or your journal and just take some notes. So this is going to be really straight to the point and really juicy and giving a lot of value on how you can actually manifest specific things in your life to just happen for you. So Julie, tell me about some of the daily practices that you do that you feel and actually have evidence behind you attracting and manifesting specific things in your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And know that, you know, anyone, wherever you're at with this, I, I know when I work with clients or, or friends and family, everybody's at a different phase, whether they're sort of beginners in this, or they've been, you know, doing this for quite some time as well, where I would probably put myself in more of that middle ground of, you know, I have dabbled in um, daily manifesting techniques or strategies, but I continue to kind of adjust and evolve as I learn more more and more. Um, so, you know, know that this is just my current practice as it is today and that this can change um, depending on what's going on for me and where I want to go in life. So for me, you know, I really have learned to carve out a particular time of day that I am fully dedicated to manifesting. And, and I'm not necessarily at a phase where it's actually blocked off in my calendar. It tends to be just more of a morning ritual. I, I sort of get woken up by, by my dog every morning, you know, bright and early. She sort of wakes me up at about 5.30. So it forces me, of course, to get up and out of bed because I do have to take her outside and take her for a walk. So, you know, after I come back in, I have chosen 
to take the stance of coming back in. I actually go back into my bedroom because it is a very sacred space for me. I have spent time to ensure that my room is very reflective of a calm and very Zen energy. Um, so that is where I've chosen to do a lot of my practices. So that would be my first tip is ensure that you have a dedicated space that has some sacredness to it. And whether it is a bedroom or it's a separate room in your home, you know, I, I think that is so important. And for me, what I do is I have really allotted about 10 minutes and it is not necessarily any more or less. It really is 10 minutes because I have calculated the time that by the time I get up, do some of those requirements or responsibilities of, of the dog. I then eventually do have to actually get up and um, get ready for meetings, et cetera. So, so I don't have a super flexible time frame in the morning. So my 10 minutes is my 10 minutes. And what I have chosen to do is initially I start with a guided meditation. It is just something that I very much like. And oftentimes I will stick with the same meditation for a period of time. There have been different phases in life where I am very focused on manifesting something specific or an, a specific experience, whether that's, I want to generate more love into my life or romantic love. So if that's the case, I will actively find a meditation, a guided meditation. Usually that's about six minutes to eight minutes. That is around that topic. And right now I am really focused on challenging my own money mindset and growing my business. So my manifesting or my guided meditation is right on that topic. So it's specific to that. So what I choose to do is I lay down and listen uh, very closely to that, that meditation. And as soon as I'm done the meditation, I then actually pull out my phone because in my phone, I have written two things. So I have one thing on my notes that is a bunch of affirmations that again are specific to what I'm currently focused on. And right now, if you look at it, it is, it's abundance and money mindset type affirmations. And, and there's about 10 on there. By no means does anyone have to have 10. Um, that is just what I have chosen to do. And I will actually repeat those and say them out loud. And as I'm saying them out loud, I am coming into that embodiment of what I'm actually um, putting out there, what I'm experiencing. And I will, you know, say the affirmation, close my eyes and visualize that and feel the energy around that particular uh, affirmation. And after I'm done that, I have one other section on my phone, again, a note section that I specifically have written. And it again is very specific to what is this life that I am envisioning. And for me right now, again, it's focused on more abundance within my, my uh, wealth and in my business. And it details what a day in the life for me looks like as I'm stepping into that manifestation. And it's all written, of course, in the present tense, and they're in, it's loaded with sincere gratitude. So it's not just sort of, um, I'm calling in, you know, these different pieces. So, so much 
so many clients are the ability to work, you know, X amount of hours. No, I'm, I'm really kind of focused in this lens of gratitude of I'm so thankful that I have the ability to work three days a week and continue to attract clients that want to experience deep soul transformation. And I have the opportunity to speak at numerous events across the world. And as I travel, I travel in luxury. And this is just an example. And, and then I kind of include as well is what does home life look like? So yes, this is focused on business, but my business allows me to spend time with my family in my, in my beautiful home and my oasis of a backyard and connect with my family and my partner daily. And, and as I'm reading this, I'm also visualizing that and feeling the true uh, emotions that come with that. So, you know, after I kind of go through that, and again, that's short, um, all of this again is happening within 10 minutes. So I do block that off. I do six minutes of the meditation, you know, one minute, two minutes of the affirmation, and then one to two minutes again of this true deep embodiment and visualization of this day in the life and fully embody that. And then that kind of takes me to my 10 minutes. And after I've completed that, I do then intentionally step forward into my days. Now I have noticed something. I have gotten off track with my daily practices and it has had an impact on me and it has drained my energy and has made me feel a little bit more scattered, less invested, um, less intentional in any type of work that I'm doing. So I'm currently in the phase of getting back into, it's almost like retraining myself, just like anyone that stops a particular practice in their life, such as maybe, you know, you're an avid runner and all of a sudden you go away on vacation and, and you don't keep up with that. Or if you're into yoga and, and all of a sudden you take a week off, it doesn't seem like much, but it, your body and your muscles and your mind and your soul have to be activated again to get back into that practice. So that's where I'm at right now is I did take six weeks, which is a long time for me off from this daily ritual. And I'm just restarting it again. <laughs> and it's tough, right? And and one thing I'll also say that I do add in here and there is prayer work. And I fully know, you know, everybody's at a different place in their life around prayer work or um, their connection to spirit. For me, prayer work has been such a massive part in, in my life. So I do include it in my, whether it's daily practice or I sort of kind of weave it in here and there. And I also sort of trust myself too. Although this is my structure, I sometimes just feel pulled to pull up my prayer book and just allow myself to be intuitively guided to a particular prayer. And the same thing with um, finding a guided meditation, I might open up a particular app or allow myself again to just come across something that I feel pulled to. And for whatever reason, I then just trust that and trust that that's going to be the right uh, practice for me on that particular day. So that really kind of just sums up what I do on a daily basis, recognizing that absolutely there, there are times where I don't always, you know, stay on track and it impacts me, right? It definitely has an impact. I mean, 10 minutes, right? 10 minutes is a really powerful way to get your day started. And for those of you that don't have a lot of time, 10 minutes, you know, Tony Robbins says, if you don't have 10 minutes for yourself, you don't have a life. So even if you can get down to two minutes or three minutes of Julie's strategy, it's going to really, really transform how you're feeling about yourself and how you 
look out into the world. It's going to shift some things. So I actually want to recap for all the listeners on what you said, but before I jump into that, I'm curious about what meditation does for you. Do you think that people can go into manifestation without meditation or what, how does it serve you to start that way? What does it do for you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, such a you know good question. And um, meditating really actually allows me to have those creative downloads. So that's the time where I'm often receiving messages, receiving intuitive jolts of inspiration. Um, that's, that's when I hear it versus in prayer work that's when i get to ask that's when i get to ask guidance um, spirit guides universe um, for their love support and direction and whatever is of my highest good and then when i step into a meditation although it might not happen every time it really opens me up to then receive so that's what it, why it's so important for me love it it does this clearing it brings you into your center and when you're in your center for myself included and so many other people that I'm sure you've coached and I've coached and we have friends that are, are, have a really, can have a strong center. Obviously we go off kilt at times, but what I'm hearing is meditation gets you really clear and connects you and grounds you and and allows you to have these downloads, which is so powerful. And this has a totally different conversation, but the power of just being in stillness and quietness can be so powerful for a lot of us. And I want to just quickly recap Julie's manifestation strategy. So she creates a sacred space. Step one is creating 10 minutes for yourself. And that could be decking out a room that can be being in your car. It doesn't need to be anything fancy, but it's just honestly what feels good to you. That's step one. Step two is focusing on a guided meditation that brings her into her center. And step three is she takes out her notes and she starts saying affirmations aloud. And step four is she actually embodies this affirmation. So that means that she's feeling the energy of that affirmation. So for example, I am strong, I am capable. She's actually feeling all of that buzzing, powerful affirmations in her body. And the fifth is she is envisioning and asking a question is what life do I want for myself? And she starts focusing on the abundance what is this vision that I want to see? Not how it's not going to work for me, but what is this vision that I'm wanting for myself? And then the sixth step is she gets really detailed and clear in the present tense of that dream or that goal. So she writes it out. I'm living in my four bedroom condo on the beach. It's very, very clear as if it's already here. So her desired state is already here. She's already living and breathing that. And The seventh step is that she says gratitude for what's already here. So thank you so much for allowing, you know, for having my partner here. Thank you so much for the abundance that's coming. That's already here for me. The eighth step that I heard is visualizing yourself in that dream and that goal and also feeling it again. She's embodying it again. And then she does prayer work. So Julia is connecting to a higher source in the process, which is a big part of manifestation as well. And it could be source, it could be God, it could be universe, it could be the God within you as well, feeling your power and being able to connect to that source that's beyond just your limited mind. So really, really powerful tips, Julie, that you shared. And I mean, 10 minutes a day can really transform your life in actually doing this. So thank you for sharing that love. Everyone listening, you don't have to 
go step-by-step. Step. You can practice it absolutely, but maybe you pick one out of here and you're like, I want to do positive affirmations. You're already on the path to manifesting. You know, if you're going into your core and center and you're feeling your energy, you are already manifesting. So just know that you don't have to hit all these markers that Julie does. Just start where you are and where you are is absolutely perfect. So I want to talk a little bit about my personal ways of manifesting and it it's more the mindset of the laws and the rules. I don't do daily practices, but I do a lot, a lot of visualization in my life. I'm a very pictured visual person. So I will have a very obsessive thought and an obsessive thought that's currently in my life right now is starting retreat center. And that obsessive thought and image using my imagination really catapults and gives me adrenaline and opens up my heart and gives me dopamine releases that are putting me in a vibration that's really exciting. And when I'm in that positive, vibrant vibration, one, I feel better. And I intuitively get more momentum and downloads and how that vision is going to manifest and create through the guidance of my thought and my imagination. I notice that when I go into the problems of how is this problem going to get fixed? How is this going to show up in the creation of what I'm wanting in this retreat center? I start going down the rabbit hole of the scarcity mentality. So it doesn't mean that I'm ignoring the scarcity. It's more like, okay, if this shows up, I'm going to problem solve it. But my attention is going to focus mostly on the abundance on what's going to come through that retreat center, for example. So the first part is using my thoughts, my imagination, and focusing on the abundance. And in manifestation, we want to be mindful of, we always have a contrast. We always have something that we're not desiring. And if you have something that you're not desiring, that's a good sign because the opposite is what you are desiring. And that's one of the things that I've learned with manifestation is literally staying centered on the abundance, on what's to come you get more creative downloads and more solutions versus focusing on the problem. That one has been a huge life-changing manifestation for me. Okay. So you put all your energy out there. The thoughts are out there and your daily life is slowly starting to wrap around this manifestation. So I will talk about a retreat center to one of my friends. I will start planting the seeds of putting it out there. I am mindful of who I share my goals with. I share my goals with people that are supportive and that love me and care about me and can give me constructive feedback. I don't share my goals to everyone. That's a big part of manifestation that I've also heard. And it is about declaring it. It is about stating it out into the universe. And this is what a lot of people can get tripped up, tripped up on is the manifestation isn't here, but you're putting momentum into the world that it's already happening. It's already here for me versus imagine not even thinking about that thought or communicating that it's you're sending a signal out into the universe that it's not available yet because you can't see it yet. So once that's out and you're making momentum toward the goal, you're declaring it, you're communicating it, you're feeling the aliveness of that excitement in your body. There's a level of surrendering trust and faith. And this is the concept of planting the seed and the seed needs time to germinate. It needs time to grow, to plant roots. And even then when a tree grows, it takes a few months or even years to harvest that delicious fruit. And 
it is trusting that, hey, I already know we trust that a seed is going to grow. It's honestly the same law within manifestation. We have to have faith and trust. I'm declaring it. I'm putting it out there. I'm going to stay in this vibration and not let anything get in the way of what my manifestation is. I'm going to find a way to stay focused and in abundance. And there is that part of releasing and letting go, which can be scary for a lot of us. And releasing and surrendering and letting go is actually inviting in this interesting void that gets filled through you declaring what you want and that void getting filled. You have to let it go. You have to trust and have faith. And the other piece is actually feeling it, right? It's here. I can taste it, touch it, see it. I'm excited about it. And as I'm sharing that excitement, other people are going to be excited for you and it's going to amplify the manifestation for you versus imagine talking to someone that is really cynical and negative and down about it. Like you're not going to be successful. It's going to change your thoughts and your feelings. So you want to be around people that are going to be supportive and embody that. And I actually do the, do the same as you, Julie. I actually do talk to God. I talk to a higher source. I say I'm in so much gratitude for how my life has turned out. Hasn't been perfect, but I'm in so much gratitude for everything that's already here, for what I've already received. And I start programming my subconscious mind. And by programming my subconscious mind, I do that through obsessive visualization and imagination. So I've had moments where I will be in silence in my living room and daydream and stare off into a wall. (laughs) And I swear if someone walked in on me, they'd be like, what the hell are you doing, Sarah? But I will literally just stare at a wall and watch a movie flash before my eyes of how I want to create something or how I want it to go. And surrendering is also a part of what's in your movie is not going to be exactly how the manifestation occurs. It's not going to be like X, A, B, C, D, E. We want to hold space for it happening, but also surrender and being open to other possibilities of how downloads can come to you, right? So if we stay really rigid in our manifestations, I know that I've done this. I'm going to find a client this way. It actually never happened that way. It came through such a weird loop around. And that was because I feel the energy was just open and surrendered to what was available. So not getting so white knuckled and clinging or desperate toward the exact way the vision has to go. I feel like that is going into more scarcity mentality and that throws off the vibration. So there's a balance of masculine energy, meaning masculine. I'm going to put the energy out there. I'm going to be doing, and I'm going to be focused and creating intention, but also the feminine energy of knowing, okay, when I'm clinging too much, that's when I need to surrender and let go and just trust that that void of what I put out there in the universe is going to grow that seed is going to go from, you know, the seed to a tree to bearing fruits and the timelines of how things happen. We also have to release control on those timelines. It's up to divine timing and who you meet also that will either accelerate your manifestation really quickly, or it might slow it down depending on how your focus is and where your vibration is. But a big part of all of this is trusting, having faith, knowing when to lean in and knowing when to surrender. So those are just some of the tips that I have around how I manifest. I never was a believer in any of this stuff at all. And the reason why I started believing in this is because 
my mindset and who I was 10 years ago, I had so much trauma in my life. I had so much PTSD from my childhood that my focus was always on the negative, was always on worry, was always on fear. And it messed up my immune system and messed up my nervous system and messed up my relationships because I was always focusing on the problem. And I realized how much that was affecting my life until I started going more into abundance. Staying focused on the abundance is going to transform your life. And how you can notice it is when you start feeling like you're going into fear and your brain starts focusing on the problem too much. That's your marker that you need to start focusing on the solution and the abundance. So yeah, wanted to share that. Uh, Sarah, the, all of that, it's on, like you're on fire. I mean, I, I've learned even just so much listening to you just in the last 10 minutes. And I love learning because it, it activates something within me right away. I was like, oh man, like I'm so excited to get back into this place in my life where I am visualizing more. I am really soaking in that energy and that visualization. So this is fantastic. And I love the fact that although we might have different practices, we're both showing up in, in this vibration, this energy, I think, you know, obviously a pretty key element to manifesting. And as you were speaking there, you shared so many outstanding <laughs> uh, tips, strategies, and there were just a few, a few key things that I just want to repeat for those that are listening that stood out for me. And they were more of keywords. And what I would so love is for people that are listening, really would love to just hear from our listeners around what do they want to learn more of? Because I know for Sarah I, we have so much to speak on this topic and we can do so many series around this. So let's, let's hear what people want, but just to kind of really recap and, and I'm going to do my best to kind of do it in order, but you know, these key things stood out for me is visualization that seemed to really be a key component and this centered in vibration. So it just is this, again, this energetic element to manifesting. And you spoke so, so much around the idea of declaring where it's like, you're, you're actually fully putting it out there. It's as though you are committing to this being here and not wavering on that and allowing, you know, people in your life to see that and to hear that as well. So that's where that declaring comes from. And then this one, I think also stands out. So visualization stands out for me as well, but then this is a big one that stood out is just that faith, that through true faith and trust in the timeline, trust in the process and trust in the manifesting, the outcome, you know, isn't necessarily something that you were held to. It was recognition that what I am desiring will come to fruition in the greatest form, potentially even better than what I had believed. You know, two last things that stood out for me was again, embodiment, which I, you know, would say we both seem to really be again, focused on how do we fully embody this? How do we show up um, daily from an embodiment of what we are most desiring? And then the other thing I, I know you spoke about was pure surrender and you can surrender many elements, right? It's surrendering to yes, your limiting beliefs and your past, whether it's the traumas, the wounds, you're surrendering to those, you're moving to a more healed space, but you're also surrendering to 
the vision itself and allowing that vision to manifest or show up the way that it needs to show up and you're surrendering to the timeline. So that's just, you know, essentially my recap of what I took um, from everything that you shared. And, you know, again, I will sort of kind of just repeat, this is such a beautiful topic. And as you're listening to this and, you know, we'd love to hear what stood out for you as listeners, what were the biggest takeaways? I, I am fired up. So I'm feeling that energy. Um, I don't know about you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Ooh, now I want to do a daily ritual. I now know. it just will add more into it. And yeah, stay, stay in that vibration of after this episode, focus on what's going well. I want you to really close your eyes for a couple breaths and focus on what's working for you right now in your life. And you'll see how much of a shift you're going to feel. If you just do that little mini practice for about 60 seconds. So thanks everyone for listening. Julie, thanks so much for sharing your tips and we will see you on the next podcast episode. If you made it to the end of this episode, that means you're truly committed to your healing and your growth, and we're really proud of you. New episodes are released every other Sunday, so be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss any of our special bonuses and deep soul conversations with expert guest speakers. Your opinion of the show means a lot to us, so we invite you to leave an honest review. You can follow us on social media at soul.talks.podcast on Instagram. And if you want to get in on the action, you can subscribe to our email list for exclusive giveaways to our subscribers at soultalkspodcastsj at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next Sunday.